Guys, could you believe it's our last episode for the season? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it to Diana. be the last. <laughs> Diana's been waiting for this day. I don't I didn't want it to come. Diana just, just wants her Saturdays. No, for not you anymore. And Cor- for you and Corky? Not anymore. For you and Corky? We're not yeah, about to but do- I think it's like bittersweet. Is that the word? Yeah, yes. it is bittersweet, but it's not like we're going to be gone forever. We'll be I'm back. excited for like a small break, but I'm also mm-hmm. I didn't want sad, this long of a break. I feel like Diana wanted like two months ish. Yeah, a month and a half. Two we're gonna months. give the people what they want. So, so we'll we're gonna take a vote, guys. <laughs> <laughs> do we come back right away or do we go on a hiatus? I guess we shall see. Stay tuned. Um, today we're gonna start a little bit different. Have you guys seen that trend on TikTok? Well, it's been going around for some time about like he's a 10 and then they like mention something. Yeah. So <laughs> are you guys ready? Let's go around the room. All right, go. He's a 10, but he still lives with his mom. (laughs) What is he? A zero. (laughs) I say he's a two. For what reason he's living with his mom? Oh, no. No, no, no. Just just, just number it. I'll say a three. We're not here to discuss why he's still living with his mom. No, but I mean, that'll really, like, depend. Like, that'll really say, is he a three? When you're trying to play a game and Ileana takes everything too literal, anyways. Moving moving on. on. (laughs) Go ahead, Diana. All right. um, He's a 10, but he drives a 99 Honda Civic. I don't know why you're driving. I'm going to shut up. (laughs) Listen, maybe he likes vintage. Maybe he likes vintage. Okay. I could see like a 99 like Corvette or like a... uh, I said Honda Civic. I know I'm saying, oh. but she said maybe he likes vintage. I was gonna say a Corvette is a designer car. What the? And uh-huh. <laughs> a more expensive car would make sense. Okay, but a '99 Civic is a no for me. You got you have to squat to get in there. Next, Ileana, go. He's a ten, but he has long nails. That one long He's, pinky oh. nail. No, no, no. I'm talking about ten fingers. He's a zero. That's nasty. If, if you got one or ten, you're still a zero. <laughs> One or ten. I long think fingers. like a point five. Long Girl, you giving him some credit. Point five. No, something a point five. Why? There's no re- even if you have to bite the nails off. He gave him <gasps> short. I don't care. I just switched on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bite your that, nails off. All right, next. If that means he has short nails, yeah. No, we're moving on. He's a ten, but he's missing a two. <laughs> That's a solid zero for me. That's a negative one for me. I mean, it depends where the tooth is missing. Girl, it doesn't matter. Ponte un chicle. Like, (laughs) at least put a piece of gum so I can't... Notice it? I mean, when I smile, you can't see the side of my teeth. But we know it's there. There, there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Go ahead, Diana. Um, Okay, he's a 10, but he uses Afterpay to buy Yeezys. My gum moment of silence. Ileana, you don't know what Afterpay is? Yes, you pay after. <laughs> little by little. No, you have to make a payment at the moment. Yeah, but then you fit. It's like financing. I, you pay yeah, little by little. Yeah, and four payments. But to buy easy is like, just don't buy them. Yeah, that's true. But, but what's the number? I don't know. Oh, um, he's a four. Okay. I was going to say four. Okay, he's a four. Okay, go, Ileana. He's a 10, but he uses 3-1 dial. <laughs> My my guy, you're a solid two. <laughs> two. At least a two for showering, for attempting. <laughs> but I'm gonna need you to get some like Jack Black, um, Dove, 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 <laughs> Jack Black. I've never yeah, heard it's of that. a men's line of like they sell that Sephora. Like it's a high class. I thought that was nice. an actor, but anyways. Next, yes, Jack Black. <laughs> um, he is a ten, but he mainly follows girls on Instagram. Negative one. Um, he doesn't deserve my rating. Okay. Yeah. I'll say four. Four. Okay. He better be following his family members that are females <laughs> and that is it. Oh, wow. Um, okay. He's a 10, but he splits the bill. He is a zero. Yeah, no, that's it. He doesn't deserve my rating. I'm a pull a Julie. That's he doesn't deserve my presence. Especially if you're. I'm first, not going on that date. The first date. That's horrible. Julie. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, well, I'm trying to change. Well, yeah, whatever. You never know what happens. You never yeah. know. Chivalry. I still believe it. I want to believe it still exists. 
Go ahead, Eliana. Uh, he's a 10, but he brushes his teeth after eating breakfast. So no. you're telling me you're going to be eating your bowl of oatmeal with some hot breath? No, thank you. <laughs> That's nasty. You know what is nasty, though? Um, toothpaste and like drink orange juice right after. Or drinking water after brushing your teeth? Girl, the extra spice in the mouth. <laughs> um, not brushing your teeth, you're, you're a one. Yeah, I already know how I feel about that. So I'm like, solid doesn't zero. even deserve my rating. Like, don't open your mouth around Diana unless you have your teeth brushed. Hell no. <laughs> Please. All right. Getting into the last one, which is actually super funny. He's a 10, but his beard does not connect. A five. When when they have patches, like <laughs> patches of just fluff on their face, I just want to like shave it all off and try again later. Like, see? <laughs> again, I fucking touched on camera. <laughs> Cringe. Just shave that shit off. Eliana, you and your intrusive thoughts. Tell me, do you want to... Let's not talk about intrusive thoughts. No, he can wear some like beard oil. He can try. I give him a solid three. Yeah, he could try after shaving it off. But it's going to grow back the same way. Okay, no, but the more you shave, the more hair that's grown. I don't know, but... So until that shit connects, keep on shaving it off. Pobrecito. In my eyes. Okay, All moving right. on. <laughs> that was fun. I hope... Um, Men who listen to this don't get offended because oh yeah, this is it might have, fun and game right. It might have been about you, maybe not. I mean, who knows? Moving on, but let's actually get started. I'm Julie. I'm Diana. I'm Eliana. Welcome to episode <laughs> ten of season two, our last episode for this season, and we are so excited to take you guys through our entire season today. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about every episode throughout the season to recap on some of our favorite topics and to kind of see if some of the things that we thought or did when we were, you know, recording these episodes, if any of our thoughts have changed these days. How many months later? I don't know. Six months? Probably. A lot can happen in six months, girl. Trust me. <laughs> I know. that's We're in different places in life right now. It happens in the blink of an yes, eye. Yes, we are. So let's start off with episode one. You guys remember Until We're Blue in the Face. Blue balls. <laughs> that's the first thing you think about. Um, so that topic was really based on emotional intelligence and the tolerance we had, I guess, for people who weren't emotionally available or emotionally intelligent. Right. Would you guys say that you're still tolerating or accepting this from certain people? I guess it could be relationships or friends because I feel like friends should be emotionally intelligent too. Um, would you guys say you're still tolerating such behaviors? You could go first, Eliana, because I'm about to go on a rant. <laughs> I think it's for me, it's not about what I'm tolerating. I think I'm more open this time around. My um, My list of like, the things I'm not accepting, it's a lot less. And I'm just more receptive now. So, And actually, to that topic, do you feel like you're more emotionally available? I'm still working on that. Okay. I feel like we didn't, we never really think to ask ourselves these questions. And yeah. I feel like we should. So that's a good point. Um, I guess I'll answer. Um, I think I've been a lot more emotionally intelligent. I feel like I definitely tend to get wrapped up in my emotions and consumed by the sweet talking people do to me or just like, you know, they paint this perfect picture and I, I'm buying it immediately. And I feel like I've learned in the past few months that not every word, what is it that Diana says? Feelings aren't facts. Yeah. That mm -hmm. actually goes hand in hand. Um, I just being smarter with what I believe as opposed to like just running with the first word that they say. So I'm working on it too. That's good. Diana. All right. So I think when we talked about this episode, <clears throat> my main topic was catering to men. And I feel like all of us did that when I think we talked about this episode, you know, before maybe continuing. I know my, my dumb ass did. And um, I still feel very strong into not catering to men. But I feel like sometimes we do that subconsciously mm -hmm. because, again, we do that because we want it to be done to us. It's reciprocated, a tick for tap. So how my mentality was before and how it is now, obviously, for very obvious reasons, it has changed. Um, I feel like, you know, because someone disrespects you in that moment because they're mad at you, 
does not justify that the disrespect was there. So that's something I'm definitely like moved off from. Um, just because someone is mad at you and they want to embarrass you, you, you know, you have to forgive them. Oh, they were just in the heat of the moment. Like it's fine. Like even when I'm mad, I'll benefit say something. The benefit of the doubt, and the benefit oh, of the no. doubt is your biggest enemy. Yeah. Going down the line, it is your biggest enemy. So that's something that again I definitely have been woke to now, <laughs> and even. One thing that I told myself actually like re- recently like you know you know when they say um something fucked up and they're like oh just kidding there's always mm-hmm. a little truth behind just kidding yes mm-hmm. there's always a little truth behind just kidding so it doesn't matter what it is like it's still disrespectful it's still embarrassing and that's just devaluing the person that you're with so just to tie everything up how I felt before is definitely not how I feel now but I think that sometimes when we're wrapped up in the idea of being with somebody or the idea of wanting to be with somebody, you kind of just subconsciously just cater to them without wanting to. Mm. You accept everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Instead of taking it for what it is. Yep. Yeah. And um, I actually... Oh. Yeah, no, no, I'm done. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that actually just reminded me, Um, for those of you listening, if you guys remember... I had gone to a basketball game um, a few months back, whatever, and the person that I was supposed to go with um, didn't end up coming with me. So obviously it was a male and not saying again till this day, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but we didn't end up going to the game together. And I till this day, I like still question why that was done to me. I mean, the excuse was that he was like stuck at work. Maybe he was cool or like, did he intentionally stay at work to not go with me? Yeah. Fact of the matter is, like, I went above and beyond to gift this person this. And like my mother says, with one hand in the front, one hand in the back. Mm -hmm. If you guys have heard that phrase. Yeah. So, yeah, not doing that again. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done spending money. Yeah. Big lots, big lots of money. (laughs) Big amounts of money. Yeah. Um, Use that money for yourself. Those were good seats, girl. They missed out. It's it's all right. You know what? <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so I think we can move on to our next category. Um, so in episode two, we spoke about, um, well, we named the episode Category 5. And um, for those that remember the episode, we ended up talking a lot about, like, you know, forgiveness, uh, guilt, healing, um, and a lot of, like, those emotions that come again with your journey in life whether it's relationships self-awareness relationship with your fa- or with your family so we named it category five because obviously if you think about it category five everything hits you all at once and it mm-hmm. takes everything and then the calm after the storm after the you know after mm-hmm. whatever passes mm-hmm. um i feel like it was a perfect episode so um what were our key takeaways from the that episode because i feel like we dove into a lot of shit literally shit i think we (laughs) could start start with forgiveness so if you guys remember that episode i was saying like i don't really practice forgiveness because i kind of just disassociate myself with the situation of the person and just like let it be Mm -hmm. no hard feelings like i don't hold any um what's the word i'm looking for grudges grudges i was gonna say in spanish wow yes grudges um (laughs) towards anyone so i really feel like Till this day, my feelings remain the same as far as forgiveness, but it kind of ties into me just being more cautious about not getting hurt Um, and just like choosing where and who provides me energy. Um, So I think that's kind of what I'm going to like start focusing on is just be bigger on energy, even though I always say it. um, I don't want to put myself in a place to get hurt, even though I'm like consciously doing it like, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, this might hurt you, but I still run in and get hurt. So benefit of the doubt, girl. But some way, somehow, someone can still hurt me. And I'm like, oh, you know what? It's okay. But I just disassociate myself. So, yeah, you kind of just move on. I don't know how you do that to this day, but kudos to you for being able to do that. It's like I learned that from you. If someone does something to me, it is their problem, not mine. It is. I tell myself that even though I want to kill them. But that's I tell really myself, been helping me. I'm telling you, and I'm, I've been like preaching it to other people. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. I'm glad that I could be of service. <laughs> uh, I can't wear. I'm sorry, um, but I think something that um, I resonated with in this episode was guilt, um, and like guilt tripping. I feel like again, that's something that I would 
deal with a lot when I was younger. And I mentioned when we did this episode, how as I've gotten older, I've kind of stepped outside of that. And I've really been just trying to speak life and light into situations and not really going down that route. And I don't think that's something that I've changed or intend to change. Um, I'd I don't know. I I don't ever want to stop being positive and speaking light into situations as shitty as they may look. And and while you're going through the trenches, like we say, the trenches. (laughs) Yeah, I still feel like there is light at the end of the tunnel. You have your community around you. You have different outlets. So I don't know. That's something that that'll never change with me. Okay. I, I I think I can add on to the guilt part. Um, I feel like lately and compared to how I felt before, I'm going to tie this to family, as you guys know, like just the past few weeks, I feel like my family has been noticing that I've been more on the no side Um, and just like getting up and leaving when I want to. Right. Like running on my time and just respecting my time. Um, And I think they're kind of noticing that. So like the little comments have stopped like, oh, you only come here for a certain amount of time, whatever, whatever. Like yesterday I was doing my hair. And I was like, yeah, I have to leave by a certain time. And my mom was so, like, pressed to ask me questions like, oh, why do you have to leave? Where are you going? This and that. She just looked at me Mm. and just like, ugh, like she wanted to say something and she didn't. And till this day, this morning, she didn't say anything either. So I think that I'm that's working like I'm, you know what I mean? Setting your boundary. Yeah. And that's something that I feel like we've been trying to tell you for forever. It's a work in progress. It is. It is. And I understand that. And I understand the experience is different for somebody that's actually going through it. So as much as like we'll try to like shove that down your throat, it's at your pace. Think of it this way. You know, when you go get blood work or something and they put like gauze and the tape mm-hmm. on a like hairy ass arm and you start like yanking it off slowly. Mm-hmm. That's I feel like that's what I'm doing. Like you're yanking yeah. it off slowly. I don't got hairy arms. so <laughs> You don't feel my pain. I know. The I catch 22. But yes, actually. <laughs> but we talked about forgiveness. We talked about guilt. Diana, tell us about healing. Ah! <laughs> Why? This is like literally crazy how this is all happening right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, the universe's timeline don't oh, doesn't lie. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I think back to how many things I've had to heal from a while ago. And I thought that I actually did a lot of the healing. Um, you know, a lot of people say that healing isn't linear. Um, healing comes in waves. I thought that I already did my healing because I've dealt with a lot of shit in my life. Um, and I moved on from it. I accepted things that I didn't want to accept and I just kept it going. Recently with um, a series of unfortunate events, it definitely <laughs> set me back on <clears throat> uh, my healing journey. Um, and it's just crazy how when you think you're done with life, life decides to give you more shit. I just know that healing, it's true, that healing is never going to be linear. Um, And even when you thought that you were cured and you can move on from Mm -hmm. everything that you've accepted, it gives you more things to deal with. But I think one thing that I'm just trying to see the positive things about everything that's happening recently in my life is that even though things happen for a reason, you can't ever question God. No. And I think I'm sorry. Just no, to, no, it's it's fine. Go ahead, please interrupt me because I'm <laughs> to add on to what you're saying. I think that you should just think of these things that life throws as at you as lessons. Because at the end of the day, life is ongoing. The mm-hmm. things that we go through, they're temporary. Like you're never gonna go through one entire thing, your entire life. These are just little lessons that you learn along the way, yeah. and it'll prepare you for things moving forward. So whatever you're going through right now. It's not forever. Yeah. There will be more lessons down the road. But you know how to address these instances. Yeah. I feel like before, because I was so, I was like, I just want to heal. I just want to like, you know, move Mm -hmm. on from it. Let's go. Like accept it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like even though there's a lot of shit going on right now in my life, that's just very like up in the air. It's just like a lot. I just feel like there is nothing in my life that I haven't dealt with already. Mm -hmm. 
There's not like I've dealt with. Sh- you guys know I've dealt with shit with worse things with worse things that have happened to me that have directly affected me. So I feel like you know I'm trying to see the positive in things. But like you know, this is just hiccups, mountains, whatever. At the end of the day, you just move past it and just continue moving on with life. So that's my healing journey. I want to add to that though, and I always and I, I'm sure you guys have heard me say this that the hardest thing you go through will not be the hardest thing you go through because mm-hmm. like Diana mentioned like she's been through so much more shit and like as we learn and as we go through these difficult things in life you'll already have mastered that skill set to mm-hmm. overcome the next the, one yeah the next one like even before the next problem comes because I mean life is filled with problems you'll already know how to solve that and it's just really self-doubt and not knowing that you'll overcome it. But I think what Diana's kind of doing different this time around is feeling her feels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, full-heartedly, like, you're feeling it. If you have to cry every day, yell, laugh, like, you need to actually feel it to go through it. Because it's like you said, before, you're like, all right, you know what, forget it. Like, I'm over it. Let's move on. And just build all these distractions and do all these other things to kind of just, like, put it in the past. But it doesn't work like that. Because true healing means you're going to feel it through and get over it. Whenever you're ready. Something that you kind of just said before we sorry, we move on to the next epi- um topic. Um, I remember that it, it, my life was at such a, like a low point, which I thought, well, well that's com- completely different. But I, my distraction, it was crazy to think about it, but my distraction was literally alcohol. I remember like I would be drinking like at the ass crack of dawn. I remember even one time that like my life was like I thought it was really, really bad that every morning before I went to school, I would go to like the bodega and grab a black and mild and smoke at seven o'clock in the morning on my way to school. Like that's like in that mo- in that moment, obviously, you're just like, I know you don't give a fuck about anything. Mm-hmm. But now that I think about it, it's just like it's just crazy how every single thing that I've gone through and every t- like, how I chose to heal is so much different how it, like how it is now. Now it's like, you know, like I said, like I've. I think you guys know it is how emotional I've been. Mm-hmm. I've never been this emotional in my life. There's beauty in being vulnerable. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's crazy. I think when we spoke about, I think like two episodes ago when we were like, when we asked or last episode when we asked like, is crying considered a strength or a weakness? Yep. And like, I consider it obviously like a strength because it's like, you know, before I never used to cry, I was just like, lo, like, lo tape. Mm-hmm. So it's just how and I, I feel think like about everything. And I you guys can work on that because Ileana's not a crier. Oh. And I am, and I feel like there's there's strength in that. Like, yeah. just crying is part of healing, and I don't know. Like I always tell you guys, it's I not going to be the hardest thing. Yeah, I but agree. let's turn to a, a little positive side here. Not saying that that wasn't positive, but <laughs> less sad. Um, so episode four, we named it "Show You Off." If you guys remember, we had our friend Glenn here, and it was pretty much speaking on the male perspective and how they view women. And different ideas that men have as far as, like, women when they first meet them and sexualizing them and things like that. Do you guys think that, and obviously, I guess we could speak on our future selves because right now nobody is, like, actively, you know, dating anyone or anything. Do you guys feel like moving forward, whether it's in the dating scene or getting to know someone, I know I'm guilty of this, of, like, subconsciously trying to prove something to men, Mm -hmm. um, wherever that stems from. I feel like I do do it in a sense and... I don't do it on purpose, but um, you guys maybe like have called me out on it one or two times. So do you guys feel like um, you guys would want to do that? Or I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like you guys really really like that. Like you just especially Liana, she just lets them have it for what it is. No, like me. This is this is just it. (laughs) This is what you're going to get. This this is it. (laughs) Um, But no, I don't I don't ever see myself being that I come as and I'm not saying that you don't come as your true authentic self, but I literally just this is this is me. Take it or leave it. But I won't be ignorant to like things that I need to own up to. Right. Or things that I, I should kind of tailor like, oh, this doesn't work. Let me see how I can. I don't know work my way around so it works for both of us. Yeah, not taking things so literal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to bring up kitchen. No? Uh, <laughs> damn, girl. Anyway. <laughs> um, Diana, do you think... No, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. Just kidding. <laughs> um, and I feel like this is something that maybe you do subconsciously. And again, I feel like you're very much like me in that sense trying to prove something to a man. But again, it ties into catering. Like, you just want to let them know, like, I can do this I can do this for you. But it's like, does that tie into, like, proving yourself to somebody? The biggest lesson that I've continued to learn is that I never 
want to have anybody, my inner circle, outer circle, lo que sea, cater to a man for them, basically saying, don't prove to a man that you can love them because they should already know that. Mm -hmm. Stop continuously trying to prove to somebody, to yourself, that you're worth being loved because men, no, I shouldn't say men, people mm -hmm. will drain the fucking life out of you. Mm -hmm. And all that catering that you're doing is literally giving them the upper hand to take more advantage of you. So stop catering to other people and cater to yourself first. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's that. And don't <laughs> drop like a cafe anymore. <laughs> don't. Um, I think also just like adding on to that. Don't be so willing to give at mm. first. Like let them let them like earn their way Crave to that. You. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a very good point. And I just thought of somebody <clears throat> from the past. Um, <laughs> give a little context oh, now. Yes. <laughs> um, somebody from the past. Um, yes, sex was great. Face was great. They looked amazing all the time, but that's all it was. And it took me quite a few months to figure out that this person was never going to give me anything else. And mm -hmm. our intentions didn't align. Um, like what he was providing for me fulfilled me in certain ways, but he was not <laughs> definitely fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta bring light to a situation, girl. <laughs> Listen, one thing I never was was that serious. That big. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, he just he fulfilled me in ways, and honestly, when you start speaking to other people. Um, you realize that other people around you are fulfilling parts that he would have never. Oof. So, Period. with that being said, um, yeah, find someone who's going to provide to you everything that you don't already provide to yourself. Period. Period. Point blank. I think another thing that we were talking about that I think Glenn was a little like, what the hell does this even exist? Was pretty boy syndrome and pretty girl syndrome. So obviously we know with pretty boy syndrome, like, you know, what else can you provide besides a fucking pretty face and good dick? Clearly nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everybody. Not everybody. Sorry, guys. Not everybody. But for pretty girl syndrome, you know, I feel like a lot of people still, I guess, were very shocked, especially Glenn. He was like, I didn't even know like, that even existed or whatever. Talking about pretty girl syndrome, I know Ileana said that having a pretty face hasn't gotten us anywhere in life. It hasn't. Talk about that, please. If, the trenches. I, okay. I, I really... We still go into the trenches even with the beautiful ass face and the, all that. Like, a pretty face hasn't gotten me to where I am in life. It hasn't gotten you to where you are in life. It hasn't <laughs> got... No, you Don't did that. you I'm pretty as hell. No, no, but my point is, you did all that by yourself. We're all... Beautiful women, right? But we did the work. We went through the trenches. We spoke to we, whoever we had to go speak to. We literally did all the hard work. Our brains got us there, not our faces. Yeah. There's a lot of people that say that, like, you know, obviously looks don't matter. It's yes, what's do. inside that matters. So does that fucking mean pretty girl syndrome? So if I'm fucking ugly, but I'm ambitious, does that mean that I'm not shit? I've seen a lot of... No, I, no I, I was going to say, like... Okay, we're all beautiful, right? Everybody <laughs> yeah, trying to make light of the situation. Peace in the world. All <laughs> everybody in this world, we're all beautiful human beings. Okay, everybody has their own version of what beautiful looks like. But even the people who we might not think are God's <laughs> greenest apple, um, <laughs> God's greenest apple though. They are. They oh, went through the you trenches. Mention God and apple. Do you not know Adam and Eve I and know. the apple? God, God's green, the forbidden fruit. I know, but anyways, <laughs> they've gotten. They, uh, bro, let me finish. I can get my thought out. <laughs> but they've gotten to like hype. Julie's <laughs> <laughs> <Jonah's> like. <laughs> A lot of them have excelled to leadership positions. <laughs> And maybe a pretty face didn't get them there either, you know? Maybe... That's why I'm saying brains got us to where we're at. Exactly. And then that... Unless you are... The, okay, ugh. so let me... Hold on. Pause. Fuck. Catch your breaths. <laughs> Unless you are specifically... Let's talk about jobs. Unless you're specifically interviewing for something that your looks will 100% determine if you get the job or not. Like a stripper. 
like, yeah, I was thinking more like bartender, more on the cleaner side. But okay. if you want to talk about so, scrippers, that's fine. Scripper. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my point. Like, mm-hmm. you need to look good to get the job. So I guess that's different. But for us. You need us, to have enhanced beauty figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of English fucking came out. <laughs> but anyway, yes, that's yes, my point. On. That's. Yeah. That I feel like in that aspect, pretty girl syndrome does matter. But in the like, the long scheme, <laughs> a pretty face hasn't gotten us to where we are. That's not negating our beauty. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Okay. I feel like <laughs> if we've been like charming, I feel like that's worth. Yeah, charming. That's, that's a personality trait. True. That's not a physical feature. Girl, I give them the eyebrow raise. Hired. No, that could hire. You'll take them higher. Anyways. <laughs> Weppa. Anyway. Right, let's move on to episode five. In this episode, we had our friend Leo in it, and we spoke about sexual intentions of a man, whether they just met you or a few months in. And I... I actually just thought about something when I was reading this just now. <laughs> Referencing back the person from the past. Um... Now that that person is not in my life anymore, unfortunately, I feel like all he wanted was ass and company. And guess what? The man got what he wanted. <laughs> Damn. Girl, I told you this. Damn. No, but it's fine. It's I'm not ashamed of it. Like, I'll say it out oh, loud. Oh, no, no. Because you obviously. got your leg back. You got what you needed from that. At the end of the day, I wanted it too. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Moving on. But let's talk about how scary it is when a man gets comfortable. So, at this point, you guys are like dating or still in the talking phase mm-hmm. but you could tell they're getting really really comfortable what do you guys think about that when a man gets comfortable i think that's the most that's when you have to be on high alert the most high alert yes that's when all the flags turn red that's when all the flags turn red now if you decide to be colorblind i can't see <laughs> i'm blind Blind. Okay. No, yeah. You're gonna hit the high note. <laughs> I think that's the that's when you really have to be on high alert because a man's comfortability is a woman's downfall. Yo, Diana's just dropping bars today. A man's comfortability is <laughs> a woman's downfall. Oh, I forgot you hate that word. Yeah, comfortability. But anyways, um, I agree. Damn. Did I feel like you you didn't really? No, I had to word. think about it, but I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, I feel like that goes both ways because women can also get comfortable. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yes. And complacency. Will, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Complacency Eso is why si. Chuck deduces one time, too. So. Eso si. Eso si. The complacency is literally a, a killer in a relationship. But you know what's exciting? What? What's really exciting? What? We are all single at the same time. <laughs> so guess right. what we're doing this summer? We are. We outside. With intention. Uh, first of all, we're turning 30. 30, thriving and flirting. I'm turning 29. I'm not there yet. But... It's fine. I mean, just round up. Diana, <laughs> 30, thriving and flirting. I love Are you going to flirt this summer? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> we're going to go hunting. <laughs> Stop with the conquest, My... please. Do go to conquest. I'm not um, hunting no, for anything. No, I... I'm going to shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, as you guys know, I am not the biggest fan of flirting because I don't fucking know how to fucking flirt. Obviously, I don't. Um, am Wait, I open? Not the DM. Uh, <laughs> am I open? Yes, I am open to flirting, but open to flirting and being flirted with because that's your thing too. Like, we could do they... like some sessions at home and we could practice. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm going to hold your hand as we walk out of here and let me know how you, you feel. Don't you fucking do that. <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely want to flirt or I want to see how fun flirting is. So, like, I guess have, like, the, you know, they always said the catch is always the fun part. Um, I don't mind being caught. Um, I don't mind. I don't. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. But, yes, I am open to flirting. We'll see how that goes. Just. Just I'm, oh, you know, I'm open to being now more feminine, more sexy, more girly, more all of that. I'm open to that. Yeah, but she is letting go of the wedges. But to, <laughs> but to get there, it's going to take some time. But healing, I am open healing to it. first. Yes. But yes. we're going to have a great summer. She's entering her soft girl era, and I am here for it. Diana soft. The only thing soft She's, about Diana is her skin. Yeah. Yes. Is. 
literally the softest <laughs> thing. But anyways, no, I'm excited. I'm excited for you and um to get in touch with that side. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Eliana? Um, I think my thing was being more open minded. Um yeah. And so I, I see myself doing that. Like I mentioned before, um, I wanna be more willing to receive mm-hmm. um my my list of things that I won't accept, they're gonna be a lot less than the things I am willing to accept. So that's more so my thing. Yeah, it's really hard to like kind of like, you know, when people say, you know, you're a creature of habit, right? Mm -hmm. So I think to get out of that habit that you're just so used to, it's Mm -hmm. like, like reprogramming like mm-hmm. your brain it's Literally. reprogramming like all you've known so in order to like steer from what yeah. all you've known it's you know you it's growing pains exactly it's being uncomfortable it's being comfortable in uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. so like the perfect example i can give is like you know i think julie i think one of your goals i think last year or something was for you to go to a bar by yourself i think you did that once right yeah, i haven't done it again <laughs> i think it was in philly right uh, wherever it was but yeah. you went and I don't think you ever told us I mean, I mean I don't know if I probably forgot but how was that experience because I feel like a lot of people when they go to the bar by themselves it's intimidating it's a lot of shit yeah I mean it was it was definitely scary but there's so many people that do it and it's like those people are so comfortable with it like I, I was actually talking to someone recently and they were like yeah I go to the movies by myself like I take myself out on dates like they, that's a thing for them and like we're going to get into New Year's resolutions next, but I I need to start doing that more. And I feel like we should all do it because, I mean, we do spend a lot of time together. But, like, yeah. what I meant, like, respecting your time now, like, I'm going to start doing that. I agree with that because, honestly, now that I am single, obviously, um, I feel like I every time I want to do something, I always have to ask someone, like, hey, do you want to come with me? Hey, do you want to come with me? Hey, do you want to come with me? It's like I need to steer myself from not saying that because I was always obviously used to, like, hanging out with somebody else and now mm-hmm. it's like okay I'm gonna hang out with myself now I need to enjoy my own company actually so you guys know Randy right yeah. yeah my friend so him and I were talking we were just like talking about like relationships and I was just telling him like all these failed talking stages whatever he was like Jalissa you need to start putting yourself in places to meet the people that you want to attract mm-hmm. so what he meant by that was I keep going to hookah lounges bars um, restaurants or whatever the familiar places that we go to I'm meeting the same types of people. So yep. if you guys want to meet different types of people, even the intention is not to date, go to places where you're uncomfortable and you look approachable. You will be approachable because you've put yourself in a place where it's their comfort zone, but it's your uncomfortable zone. So yeah. like, I don't know, the aura will be different and you'll just yeah. kind of attract that. So mm-hmm. networking events or like holiday parties, stuff like that, which yeah. I know you did it um, last year. But we got to start kind of just being our own best company. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, it's the opposite of you. You were used to always being with somebody. I'm used to always being by myself. Yeah. And like, I don't know. My friends are like my company. And and I mean, granted, right now I've been saying yes to a lot, a lot of things. But before I'd I'd be the first to say no, like, no, I don't want to go out here. No, I don't want to do this. (laughs) No, I don't want to do that. And now I'm just trying to say yes more. I'm trying to do what Randy said. And it's funny that you mentioned that because that's literally what I've been living these past few months and just putting myself out there because nothing's going to change if nothing changes. Literally. So and you as you like discover new spaces, you might fall in love with something that you thought you hated before. Exactly. So and that I'm sorry, just to like wrap up this topic (laughs) and it's funny transitions into the next one but um something that i did last year i think i mentioned it on the pod last uh like a couple episodes ago was what i was doing all of last year is something i've never done at least once a month in an effort to like just kind of fall in love with life and and to just test my limits and see what i'm capable of so i think that's some that's something that i've been continuing this year i've been monitoring like oh What's one new thing I haven't done? Let me do it this month. And so far, I'm on track. So Proud of you. Thank you. Oh, I love that word, on track. It just mm. reminds me of goals. Uh, let's talk about Wrap It Up, our next episode. That was episode six. So I think this one, this question is very simple. Did we stick to our New Year's? <laughs> you don't like calling a resolution. I don't like resolutions. Our 75-day hard. Our goals, our whatever you want to call it. <laughs> did we stick to it? Did we create new ones? How are we doing? So I remember 
I said that my resolution or my whatever was to always be happy. And I think I chose that. Mm. Yes. Less is more. Yeah. Yes. Clap, clap. I think I Round of I applause. <laughs> <laughs> Ileana, what about you? Well, you kind of just like touched on it that you're still <clears throat> on track. Yeah. Like continuing what I did last year, this year I, I said I'm getting a new job. And um, that's something that is it happened i i whatever so that happened um Yay. and that's about all i could remember from my oh and just to continue <laughs> being, and just to continue being consistent with like the gym and whatnot and my healthy eating and whatnot so yeah i'm okay. still sticking to it very nice um i think for me i'm still on track with all the goals I had in place, um, you know, I'm still going on my fitness journey. I still eat pretty good. Um, and again, just choosing things that make me happy and that are fulfilling with my time. Um, and then you guys mentioned, you guys remember I wanted to do like public speaking or like a career right. day. So I'm doing my first panel um, in like two so weeks. Exciting. So I'm excited for that. And to kind of just get out there and stop being scared and... Like next week, I have a really important job meeting and I'm like facing this client and I'm nervous and I have Sunday scaries and it's only Saturday. But I'm going to put myself in an uncomfortable place and I'm sure I'm going to kick ass. Yes, you are. You With are. that pretty face, you are. Girl. Didn't we just say that the pretty face? <laughs> Diana. With that brain. Let's With say the brain, With yes. The brain. But um, yeah, I'm glad we're all on our... A-game. Yes, A-game and on track. So let's move down the line to episode eight, 1-800-Flowers. That episode, everybody loved it. Yes. Everybody loved it. Everybody, Did everybody. we get flowers? I did not. I actually got cut off. Let me shut up. Um, no, no flowers. I got a happy Valentine's Day for my parents, though. I got a bucket of tears and, <laughs> and I... That's it. <laughs> and a meeting with you guys. <laughs> yeah, we were and, on a Oh, actually, I got pizza. Remember? I got pizza. Yes, yes. I got pizza. I did not get not even a single happy Valentine's. Well, at my my friends, like, oh, y- I you did. guys. Happy Valentine's. You guys said happy Valentine's, Galentine's. Well, and a few friends said, but. None of your, your patients at work said it? Nothing? Nobody. Oh. At, mm, bueno. Yeah. For the love of love. It's okay. Next year, we're going to have a, a better one. You know oh, what? 100%. We celebrate love every day. Yeah, we, we do. That. We do. We do. We definitely do. Um, on the same topic of love, let's talk about conditions versus boundaries. I feel like we touched on that on a few episodes, actually, with loving with conditions and just creating our boundaries with other people. Um, Dana, let's hear about kind of your boundaries with like friends, relationships. And all that fun stuff. I'm going to talk about friends because fuck relationship right now. Yes um, to that. Just kidding. <laughs> well, no, I'm really just kidding. I'm actually just like, serious. Anyway, sorry. Moving on. Um, yes. So um, a few weeks ago, um, the three of us had a conversation, uh, a really deep one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me realize in a way how much of a shitty friend I've been. <laughs> Uh, no, not to you guys, but if, from a perspective, from everybody, like all my friends, you know. Um, again, it was just the time I was devoting to certain people. Um, so I think that instead of using the word boundaries, I was creating excuses. Okay. If that makes sense. Yep. Um, I didn't, I don't like when people feel, especially with me, because I don't feel like I I do this, but again, we do things subconsciously that we don't really know until people put us in our place. And that's something that I really do appreciate when it comes down to like my friendship, like anybody. Um, I don't, I don't think it's fair for, you know, your friends, the people who've been there with you the most, you know, for you to have a, like, you know, for them to have you with a condition. Like, okay, if we hang out, Diana's only gonna stay till like one o'clock and that's it. You know, like I miss out on a lot of shit. I'm not gonna lie, I miss out on a lot of shit. But again, I feel like 
you guys now know because I want to just, you know, in that moment, I just want to be home. Like, it's not nothing with you guys. It's just like, it's my mental peace. And I told you, like, I, I crave that because everything I've been through, you know, in, in life in general, like, my thing was always my, my my peace of mind, like my safe haven, right? Yeah. Haven. Haven. Uh, haven. Um, so I never knew how I don't want to say badly affected, but how much FOMO I really did have for choosing something that wasn't really my home. That wasn't choosing you back. Exactly. Physically, my home was there, you know? Physically, yeah. it's always there. Like, I, you know, I get to go home to something, you know? Um, but it didn't fulfill me and it didn't bring me the happiness that I have with you guys, with my other friends. Like, I always felt like they're doing all this stuff and like you guys bring up things. Not only you, I'm just saying you guys like, like, mm-hmm. and everybody in general, like they would bring up things. I'm like, damn, like I missed out on that. Or like, is it an inside joke? I'm just like, I missed out on that. And a part of me is like, you know what? It's okay. It's fine. Like whatever. Like we're still friends. But it's like, you know, I think what you said is like, you know, how do you think that makes us feel? Mm-hmm. And I didn't really put any into that. And so I'm just like, I'm really, I'm doing something that I told myself I never want to do. It's like, I would never hurt the people that I love the most, but I I am. Essentially, I am. So Unintentionally. Unintentionally. I would never, you know, you guys know I would never do that on purpose. But my whole thing is that, you know, friendships should never come with conditions. Boundaries, yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, you know, like, hey, I don't want to go out this day, this day, this day, because what I'm tired, I want to get home, I, I want to save money or whatever. But that doesn't mean that every single time it has to be an excuse. Mm-hmm. If we can't work today, okay, can we do another day or something like that? But Balance. I never wanted, yeah, I never want my friends, my family or anybody around me to feel like they only have me part-time. Mm. Yes to that. So mm-hmm. I think that's something that... um that tied in a lot into like the episode and like, you know, just friendships. And like when we talked about friendships in the episode, like, you know, we talked about loving each other and accepting each other and all that. Like, you know, who needs a guy when, you know, you know, when, when, you know, whatever. But um, I think it's not only about love. It's about the appreciation that you have with your friends. Yeah. Woo. That was a lot. Moving on. Fire shit today. Um, yeah, that's really good. I just like, that was like a hug in words. That, that was. was a hug in words. <laughs> that was. That was. Um, so let's transition to our second to last episode. As you guys know, our last episode that just dropped, Cat's out the bag. We had our very special friend here, Kat. Um, you love Kat on Instagram. And she spoke about kind of her journey from childhood to teenagehood to adulthood to her day-to-day now with being a content creator and everything she's doing with social media, et cetera. So she pretty much, for the most part, told us, like, leave what doesn't serve you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that doesn't only tie into our professional side of things. Mm -hmm. That really ties into family, friends, even, like, your health, like, Mm -hmm. eating a certain way, like, leaving a lifestyle. Like, I feel like it ties into everything, and that speaks and will always speak to us. Like, leave what does not serve you. Leave what does not make you happy like you guys know I'm always like do what makes you happy yeah mm-hmm. like choose happiness over everything and you guys know the episode really spoke to me so yeah, that's yeah what I'm gonna say about sure. that. um I think just one thing that I got out of it is that you know I feel like we're so conditioned to be like okay nine to five it's you know that's it you're set as long as you got a nine to five you're set you're making six figures no it doesn't provide you security mm-hmm. so whatever like you know she I think she made a perfect example teaching it's amazing. It's great. You know, you got your degree, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That did not offer that did not offer her any type of security. If anything, mm-hmm. it did or the happiness opposite. at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It completely like dismissed all of that and they chose them and didn't mm-hmm. choose what makes the actual like education. Like basically everything. So mm-hmm. exactly. I definitely think that it just just because you have a nine to five does not mean that you have financial security or any type of security at all. And also happiness looks different for everybody. So something that she did mention in the episode is that People were telling her like, oh, you left this to to go to this like, oh, the stability, whatever. Mm -hmm. But she chose her to tie into your point. She chose what made her happy. And that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's something that money can't buy because you could have all the the financial success and prosperity in the world. But if you don't if you don't feel it, if you don't feel the the fruits of your labor, you have nothing. And let me tell you, some of the most miserable and depressed people in this world are the, are the richest. richest ones mm-hmm. oh. money does not buy you anything yep wow. we just unpacked a whole lot a whole season's worth but this season i think and just to kind of 
tie it all together, I think, like, just hearing us talk today, we grew a lot. Yeah. And this season, I think we brought out a lot of maturity, um, a lot of emotions, and just a lot of thoughts that were provoked as we were having the conversations outside and inside this room. And I'm just very so proud of us. I'm very proud of us. This Um, is definitely a memorable moment between all of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think... And I guess to kind of give you guys a little sob story, um, as you guys know, like the three of us really do appreciate the friendship that we have. So we do value the conversations that we have outside of this room. And I just hope that you guys continue to feel the love and the bond that we have because it's obviously meaningful to all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So we love to share that with you guys and kind of just understanding that your friends go through seasons. And when your friends say, I just need a friend, that's boundaries like you need to respect it and just be there for that person everyone goes through seasons everyone goes through different changes in their life so a true friend again with the conditional part Mm -hmm. will go through those seasons with you so and i think a part of us a part of us yes wants to be a friend but we also and friends protect each other but another part of us like really wants to like hone in on their the the like mama bear and want to just like shield them from any hurt but you have to respect those boundaries. Those so, boundaries. Those boundaries. <laughs> those boundaries. Um, but yeah, I wish I could protect you guys from everything wrong in this world and every like dark soul. But I will continue to respect your boundary. If you need a friend, I will be a friend. And I won't pass that line as much as... <laughs> we just got hella soft. Sorry. Oh, this is, uh, enjoy the soft moment because... Girl, you better Girl, especially tears. for me because Julie, three years ago, I would have been like, here like... <laughs> I love you, bitches. (laughs) But I think that was a really good recap of all our archives of this episode. Mm -hmm. So, Ileana, you want to take us away with the rule of life for season two? Oh, my God. So the last rule of life for this season is you'll be okay. We got you always. Uh, Wait, we got to show it. We got to show it. Always. (laughs) Hold on. I'm going to and there you go yes we have always tattooed on us it was our friendship tattoo that we got um but i guess our closing remarks i'll take it away (laughs) i didn't say anything just kidding um wow it's really sad right now damn now you're sad well guys you know what this is only temporary yeah you guys Uh, have to let us know are we gonna be back in a month in two months, remember six we're taking months? a vote. I remember I told them six months. They're like, "What?" Anyway, no. um, even though we'll be, you know, on a little timeout for a month or two, that doesn't mean Catch us on that, the socials. That doesn't mean that we won't be active. So again, please follow us on social media at Rule of Femme, um, and share this podcast with everybody that you know: your mom, your dad, your granddaddy, your grandmama, <laughs> your tatarabuela, lo que sea, <laughs> your friends, your coworker, lo que sea. Um, again, rate and review our podcast mm-hmm. uh, we're on Apple and we're on Spotify we are and on- we are soon uh, soon should we say it yes. we are soon going to be on YouTube <laughs> we're still going to be on YouTube um, it's going to be so much fun guys you guys can get actual reaction you can get our facial expressions, expressions. you're going <laughs> to see our cues you're going to see all the small little things that goes behind the scenes um so we really do appreciate you guys and stay tuned for season three. Yay. Yay. And that's a wrap. Woo. Drops Mike. Bye everyone. <laughs>